Test, test. You're a fucking loser. You live in your mom's basement. You probably have a two-inch cock. You sound like a white guy. Uh, congratulations. For what? You say you got a girlfriend. You're probably a virgin. So... That's a no for Netflix and chill? Fuck you! So I'm curious. Tell me about your show. What do you talk about? I talk about how women ain't shit. Oh. What's up, guys? It's your man, Donovan Sharp, and welcome to the 445th edition of TSR Live, your daily dose of red pill truth, wisdom, and awareness. It is Wednesday, March 1st. I'm sorry, Wednesday, May 1st, 2019. We are streaming, as always, we are multi-streaming live to YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. So however you are watching the show, wherever you're watching the show, thanks for making the Sharp Reality a part of your daily routine. Had a little bit of a stomach bug yesterday, uh, maybe a 12 to 24 hour stomach bug. I was good to go around 4 o'clock yesterday afternoon, but I decided to uh, to take the day off. I work very hard. I don't really get don't really get too much time off, so... 
if I'm not feeling particularly spry, if I'm not, if I, if I don't usually have my, my normal energy levels and, you know, wanting to spit the truth here and there, I'm not averse to taking a show off here and there. No phone lines today, guys. Uh, the phone lines um, kind of slowed down my computer, which probably means I've got to do a, uh, I've got to restart here uh, in the not too distant future. So no phone lines today. We're just gonna, we're just gonna mow through what we got to mow through, and we'll go ahead and get this bad boy in. So yesterday we talked, rather Monday, we talked about vetting a female. We went through the entire we we went through the entire vetting process. Uh, of course, this is long term relationship week, or build your build your woman week here at TSR Towers. I am give I am giving you guys the rundown on how to build a woman from the ground up. And again, just so you guys know and understand, as far as the vetting process is concerned and the training and all that, these are things that I have done myself. These are things that I do myself. These aren't theories. These aren't ideas. This isn't something I heard or read. These are things that I have actually done. These are things that I currently do. A lot of guys ask me, Donovan, Devin's hot. Devin's this, Devin's that. She does what you say, how you say, and guys give me all sorts of kudos and congratulations. But inevitably, guys ask me, Donovan, really, what is your secret? This entire week is dedicated to my secret. And it's really not a secret. <laughs> when it really boils down to it, it's just all about being a man. And not being afraid to be a man. So I'm telling, I'm like I said, I'm giving you guys this entire week from top to bottom, from point A to point Z, how I do what I do and how you can do what I do. Build, train, cultivate a female into a quality woman who elevates your life. Again, women are not essential to your happiness, but for us to sit here and say, and for us to sit here and pretend that they don't that they don't elevate our lives to sit here and say that they don't improve our lives provided you're doing the right training provided you have selected the right girl it's disingenuous to say that we don't want them or need need them we want women we don't need them women need us they want us and they need us we fortunately we don't need them we want them but we want them a lot and that's what this week is about so like I said, Monday we talked about the vetting process. You guys can go back and, and listen to that. Well, today we are going to talk about training, setting boundaries, and expectations. Right? Actually, my mistake. Today we're going to talk about the training process. Tomorrow we're going to talk about setting boundaries and expectations. Today we are going to cover the training process as well as how and when to punish and reward your woman. That's right. I said training, punishment, and rewarding your woman. And and the thing is this, guys. Most it, and, and training encompasses many, many things. But the two main elements that training a female encompasses is training good behaviors into her and training bad behaviors out of her. Now, to be fair, most people, most women know exactly how to keep a man. Regular sex. Be kind. Meaning, don't be a bitch all the time. Representing you well in public. Earning and keeping your trust, cooking, looking good, staying fit, etc., etc. Now, there are a lot of women out there who need a little bit of a refresher course. But that said, training bad behaviors out of her is the most difficult and the most important part of training your woman. Listen, training good behaviors into her, really not that tough. 
Just, you know, depending upon the girl. Actually, I put it to you this way. It's not that tough relative to training the bad behaviors out of there, right? But training bad behaviors out there, it's much easier to pick up a good habit and maintain a good habit than it is to drop a bad habit. A lot of people can get and stay fit. Not a lot of people can quit smoking or quit drinking cold turkey. That takes a 12-step program, you know, medications, et cetera, et cetera. Getting fit just takes discipline. You just have to change your behavior. But training bad behaviors out of your woman, that is very, very difficult. And we're talking about behaviors that lead to her getting fat. Behaviors that lead to disrespectful behaviors. Behaviors that are conducive to infidelity, right? Behaviors that lead to cheating. So today we're going to talk about training your woman when and how to punish and reward her. And we're going to start with talking about how to set the tone, how to begin the training, the, the, the training process to help her to be a quality woman. Now, notice I did not say how to train a female to become a quality woman. I said how to be a quality woman. And what I mean by that is that as long as she is with you. When left to their own devices, gentlemen, women are self-destructive. This is their nature, meaning that if they're not under the guidance of a red pill-aware male, if they're not under the guidance of a red pill-aware male who exercises and lives according to his red pill awareness, these women turn into sluts. Even if they were with him for five years, everything he's taught her, everything he has trained her to be, every all the bad habits he has trained out of her, literally go right out the window as soon as he relinquishes ownership. Now, those who regularly consume Manosphere-related content Know that guys like myself, we regularly preach physical fitness, financial shrewdness, masculinity, and so on and so forth. I've also stated that having access to quality girls is merely a side effect of living the red pill lifestyle. And when I mean high quality girls, I'm just talking about hot girls, pretty girls, having access to multiple hot, pretty girls to have sex with, right? They're just a side effect, especially if you don't make women your top priority, which, by the way, you absolutely will not be, not be doing if you are truly living the red pill life. Now, while it is great fun to fuck a bunch of sluts and have a few of them in your, in your rotation and have what we call a soft harem, most veteran players would tell you that no matter how many females they're fucking at any given time, we would all like to have that one woman who belongs to him and only him. A woman who takes care of him. A woman who presumably isn't fucking anyone else. A woman who is committed to him and only him. I'm not. I'm talking about a main chick, gentlemen. A girlfriend, a long-term partner. Now, as I said before, having a having a woman like this elevates a man's life in ways that most of us are just unwilling to admit. Yeah, we can talk shit about yeah, bitches ain't shit, right? We don't need bitches. Bitches are only good for sex, and most of these assertions are absolutely accurate. But let's not kid ourselves, guys. We all know that having one female that we can count on, it elevates our lives, guys. Yes, fucking sluts is great. Nobody's disputing that. I had my fun. But on the other side of the coin, it would be disingenuous for any man to say that he has no need for a dependable woman in his life. We all want a reliable, loyal, significant other, and saying otherwise would be lying to ourselves and everyone around us. Don't be meathead red pill guy. Now, listen, some guys are just going to be players for life. Some guys really don't want to settle down. Some guys don't have the need for that. Incidentally enough, these are guys that get pussy thrown at them all the time. And even then, a lot of those guys want to settle down. 
there are pros and cons to living the player lifestyle. When the cons outweigh the pros, it's time to move on. That's what happened with me. So now comes the question, how do we find a woman worthy of girlfriend type, girlfriend title? How do we find what we call a quality woman? Well, the answer is, is that we don't. Those women are few and far between, and just about all of those women are either off the market, about to be off the market, or they haven't turned 18 yet, okay? Guys, listen, the hard truth is that quality women these days, they are nowhere to be found. That's how it is. It sucks. We can, listen, we can bitch and moan about it, but that's not going to change anything. But being that the situation is what it is, it is on us, men. It's on us to build them and to mold them into what we want and need as men. And don't get, don't get it twisted, guys. This is not easy to do. And the reason it's not easy is because feminism has indoctrinated women so thoroughly that most of them will check out once you actually start the level of training I'm going to get in here to today. Now, what does this mean? It means that you will fail with most, if not every single female you attempt to train in this way. Now, some men might ask, okay, Donovan, so what's the point of training a woman if you know most, if not all of them, won't be receptive to it? And my answer to, and my answer to that would be, well, what's the point of not training a woman? and just waiting around for the inevitable ending of your relationship with her, which will more than likely be caused by her infidelity. See, that's the thing, guys. If a man isn't proactive with a woman and trains the tendencies that she has that are conducive to bad behavior and subsequently infidelity, train those out of her, women will, in fact, in in engage in bad behavior and cheat. Guys, it is a mathematical inevitability in 2019. We see it all the time, every day. A man who does not train bad behavior out and the good behavior in is a man who is destined for betrayal. That is all there is to it. But if you really want the type of woman we all used to fantasize about, that's not going to happen here. Not going to happen here. This isn't, listen, this isn't a romantic comedy. This ain't the movies. This ain't Disney. This ain't, <laughs> this isn't Disney, guys. Okay. By the same token, if you really want a woman who is loyal, a woman who is honest, a woman who is devoted to you and only you, is not likely to cheat on, cheat on you, this, what I'm talking about today, this is what's necessary. Because while having a quality woman in your life is a lot better than the player lifestyle, the player lifestyle is far better than having a girlfriend or wife who makes your life a living hell. That's a fact. Now, before you jump into conclusions here, I want to get one thing straight. I am not talking <laughs> about turning a hoe into a housewife. No, uh-uh, don't get it twisted. I know you haters in the chat probably talking shit now. Of course, my mods have probably let you know by now that I don't see your chat. I only see super chat. And I don't have phone calls today, so you guys are just going to have to grin and bear it. But I'm not talking about turning hoes into housewives. That's impossible. As men with red pill awareness, we know better than to expect a woman in her 30s who spent a decade plus on the cock carousel and been fucked by 300 dudes to just all of a sudden become the world's greatest wife and mother, regardless of the training she's been put through. At some point, she hits the line of demarcation. She hits the line, she hits the point of no return. No matter what, it's just not going to be in her to be trained. She, it can't be done. 
Just like a lot of those Michael Vick fighting dogs, a lot of those a lot of those dogs couldn't be rehabilitated. They hit the line of demarcation. They hit the point of no return. A lot of them had to be euthanized, sadly. Now, personally, I have attempted to train plenty of females this way. And two and a half actually stuck to the training. The first I tried it with, the first, the first I actually attempted it with, she agreed to it, but she only lasted a week. So that was the half. The second one I, the second one I trained like this, she got through it, but she was a fucking headache. So I ended up dumping her after eight months. And the third woman I tried like this is now my girlfriend. That is Devin. Devin has been through the training. I put her through her paces. Trust me, she will tell you. I told her, dude, I told her, you're going to have to write a book or an expose one day. <laughs> How I became a quality woman through no fault of my own or something to that effect. Anyway, I'm not going to give you guys, like I said at the top of the room, I'm not going to give you guys theories or ideas, right? I'm not going to give you, I'm not going to parrot. I'm not going to give you shit that I've heard from somebody else on a website. No, this is shit that I have done and things that I still continue to do myself. So this is based on my own experience. This is anecdotal training. This is anecdotal evidence. Now, before we get to the actual training, there are three things that positively must be in place before you can start molding a woman to be a woman that you can trust, a woman that you can be proud of, who serves you happily as a man. Number one, your value must be high. No, guys, you don't have to be six foot three. You don't have to be a millionaire. You don't have to have movie star looks. You don't have to have 5% body fat, shredded washboard abs, but can't be a fat guy who lives with his mom, spends all his money on junk food, video games, and $300 vape pens. If a woman is going to follow your lead, then you need to increase your value. You need to get in shape. You need to start exercising financial discipline and shrewdness, and you need to learn how to handle women, which leads me to number two. She has to trust you, and not in the way you're thinking. No. If your value is high enough, she'll learn to live with you having side chicks so long as you don't throw it in her face or get caught. In a previous episode, I figured, I, I forgot which one it is. It's a recent episode. I, I Listen, I gave you guys the sin, the 10 side chick commandments. Commandment number one, don't get caught. Don't throw it in her face. That's what OJ hemmed up. All right? You can enjoy the benefits of fucking more than one woman without any of the pitfalls that come with it if you abide by those commandments. Anyway, the trust that I am referring to is trusting that you are leading her down the right path. You see, she has to understand very clearly that you know how to handle women, that you know how to handle women, that you have a solid handle on your life, and that your word is final. Listen, if you don't have a, listen, if, if if you don't have your shit together, she's not gonna follow your lead, right? Secondly, if she doesn't believe that what you're instructing her to do will benefit your potential relationship with her and make her a better woman, she's not going to stick around, guys. Women need men who make them better women. If she doesn't trust you to do that, she's not going to trust you. That's all there is to it. The third thing that positively has to be in place, she has to want to submit to you. Being dominant in your dealings with females is necessary. But when push comes to shove, a woman ain't going to do anything she doesn't want to do. Guys, you can instruct her. You can give her commands. You can do all that stuff. But if a woman does not have the desire to submit to you, she is not going to. It is that simple. Devin submits to me because she wants to, not because I put a gun to her head, not because I have her locked in a cage somewhere. 
She does so she beca she does so because she wants to. This is where the first two elements that I talked about are highly important. Women completely and wholly surrender to men that are high value that they can trust. If you are neither, you have to be both. If you are neither one of those, she will not bend to your will. Doesn't matter. So when you have your shit together, you can then select a woman to start trading. Now, as men, we don't have to really be told what to look for in a woman. We naturally know the traits that we're looking for in a female, both physically and mentally. We don't need anyone to tell us what to look for. What we need to know, what most guys need to know, is what to stay away from. And when you find a woman who doesn't have any of these habits or, the, or these behaviors, who seems to be a decent human being, you have to lay the foundation that sets the tone for what your expectations are. We will talk about expectations tomorrow. Now, keep in mind, keep in mind, this is a very important caveat. Most of today's women will not bend to this level of dominance and training. They're not going to do it. Most girls I've done this with either couldn't or wouldn't for one reason or another, and that is perfectly okay. Guys, being with Donovan Sharp is not for most, is not for most girls. It ain't easy. Just ask Devin, man, and all the fucking chicks in Vegas who didn't make the cut. Western culture has ruined most women for good. But if you stay the course, if you display an absolutely uncompromising conviction in your demands, your candidate will take to it as long as everything is in place. So let's get into some of the surface training. Let's go ahead and get into some of the surface training. Let's go ahead and get into the nitty gritty here. Number one, make her check in regularly. When I was grooming Devin to be my main chick, now almost three years ago, I made her check in every half an hour. Now, what is checking in? Well, checking in is simple. She would send me a selfie, sometimes even with a designated code word that I would give her at the top and the bottom of every hour. Now, the reason for this is simple. I needed to know where she was and what she was doing. If she trusts and respects you, she wants to let you know where she is and what she's doing. I've done this with a lot of different women, guys. Some take to it. Most of them don't. The ones that do, they understand or they they have no problem acknowledging why, why I require this. And because I've laid the groundwork properly, because those three elements were in place, they never had a problem with it but only if they really want to be your main chick. Females know that if a man of value has any doubts as to her whereabouts or what she may or may not be doing, she's out the door rather quickly. So make her check in regularly. Doesn't have to be every half an hour. I'm extreme. Maybe every couple hours, maybe every hour. Mine was a half an hour. I've actually got Devin on a 15-minute protocol today just because. She is literally, that's why I keep touching my phone because she is checking in every 15 minutes. This is, listen, this is maintenance. Yeah, is it a pain in the ass? Yes, but guess what? This is what's required, guys. Number two, objectify her. Objectify her. Guys are so fucking pathetic today. They get all excited at the very prospect of their wives or girlfriends wearing lingerie every six months, right? They froth at the mouth. They go and brag at Steve in accounting. Kim's wearing that red one with the snaps tonight. It's on like Donkey Kong. Right? We all, listen, we all, we, we all know those guys. 
These men obviously have zero game. And accepting the fact that their women won't release their inner sluts for them, it only makes things worse. I'm here to tell you guys. This isn't, listen, this is an immutable truth. Women want to be objectified. They can say whatever they want on social media, but they, they know the truth. They want to see you drool at the sight of them like a piece of meat, right? Here's another immutable truth. Get your crayons out in the words of Steve the Dean. Females want to be desired far more than they want to be loved. I will say it again. Females want to be desired far more than they want to be loved. Guys, that's the God honest truth. If you have any experience with women, you know this to be an ironclad fact. To make her feel desired, make her wear slutty clothes every night. Make her wear slutty heels. Make her wear slutty panties. Make her dress like a stripper. Now, it doesn't need to be every night, but it needs to be a regular thing. Your woman needs to under, or your trainee needs to understand that if she's going to be your girl, she is required to make herself as desirable as possible, as often as possible, and on command. If you tell her you're wearing the stripper heels, the tube top, and thongs tonight, her response needs to be yes, sir. Now, as a supplement to this particular technique, make her send you nudes. Make her send you pictures of her ass. Make her send you pictures of her pussy. Right? Make her send, listen, make you send her pictures of her tits. Do this throughout the day. Now, doing this will drill into her skull that she exists to satisfy you visually and sexually. And any deviation or insubordination in this way will result in the end of her training and subsequently her end, the end of her chances at a long-term relationship of consequence with you. End of story. I don't do this t-shirt and blue jeans before I fuck you. No, sir. Lately, actually lately, Devin's been, Devin's been getting into really, really good shape. Like she is really, listen, you guys think she's got a great body now. Like she is really, she is really starting to come into shape. Lately, I don't even make her wear panties. I make her wear like a slinky top. I make her wear hoops, lipstick, heels, nothing else. Those tan lines come through. Dude, when she walks into the room, dude, sometimes I just bend over and fuck her right there on the couch. She does this because I train this into her. Three years after I started training her, she still does this on command. Number four, number four, you must voice your expectations. Now, I'm going to get into more of this tomorrow when we're talking about boundaries and expectations. But it's obvious that most men in today's relationships, they're scared to death at the prospect of actually telling a woman what to, what to do and what he expects from her. Guys, this approach is completely wrong. What, you want, do you want to know why? Because women want to know that a guy has the balls to tell her what he expects. Secondly, Women are, women are yearning for a man who has no qualms with verbalizing his expectations. And think about it practically, guys. Just, just think about this from a pragmatic standpoint. How is she supposed to know how to keep you around if you don't tell her? Like, they know generally what keeps guys around, but every guy is different. Some Listen, I like, stri I like for my girl to look like a stripper. I like for her to look like a porn star. Some guys like for their girl to look like a schoolgirl. Some guys like a girl to be to, to wear nothing naked. Dude, a friend of mine, uh, a buddy of mine used to have a girl wear striped, uh, uh, what are they called? Uh, striped thigh highs. They, they were almost like knee socks, but they came all the way up to her thighs. 
He says, I just want you to wear the striped thigh has the, the, the striped thigh socks or whatever. Right? Women have razor sharp instincts, guys, and they are more than adept at anticipating a man's needs, but they're not mind readers, guys. It's on you to let her know what you expect and that you are not flexible in your expectations. She may try to negotiate with you guys. She might try to get you to compromise on some things, right? Donovan, can I just go without the heels tonight? Do I have to wear lipstick? Do I have to blah, 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 blah. Devin actually tried this on me, uh, God, maybe about a month and a half ago. I shot her a text with everything I wanted her to wear and all this other kind of stuff. And she came in. She, I was actually, this is back at the old place. You know, I was in the studio just doing some post-production and she says, <sighs> are we ever going to have like normal sex? I was like, what do you mean normal sex? I mean, are we ever going to have sex with me not wearing all this stuff? I said, well, that depends upon how long you want to be, be, be with me. It depends on how long you want to keep me around. She hasn't asked that question since. This is why you need to stand your ground, gentlemen, because an attempted compromise is also a shit test. If you change your expectations or if you water them down to make them easier for her to meet, make it more palatable for her. She will continue to look for shortcuts and eventually things go sideways. She'll, res she'll lose respect for you. And she's not, dude, and at that point, she's not even taking showers before she fucks you. She's the type of bitch that, all right, come on, let's go get this over with. Pulls out her, you know, her lazy work ponytail. She looks her best when she goes to work, right? She smells good. She looks good. Lipstick is tight. Hair is done. She's got on heels. When she comes home, you get just plain Jane. Makeup is off right? She, she, dude, she probably took a shit that day. So her, 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 her butt smells like ash. You're getting the ass paste. Nah, not for me. Not for me. Do not compromise. Gentlemen, make your demands crystal clear and do it with an unwavering conviction. And she will happily surrender to you. Trust me. Even if, even when she doesn't feel like it, she will still do it. That was number, I thought that was number four. Number four, I actually said number three. This is actually number four coming up. Number four, raise your voice when necessary. Show me a man who doesn't raise his voice at his woman, and I'll show you a man who does not have the respect of said woman. Females want and need to know that a man could grab his balls and do what needs to be done in any situation. That includes checking her if she gets out of pocket. Women will test a man often to make sure that he still has the backbone he had when he first approached her, when they first met. Yes, they do this on purpose, and yes, your response is key. This is called a shit test. Guys, showing a woman that you do not tolerate bad behavior, showing her that you don't tolerate disrespect by raising your voice will keep her in line and keep her respect. No, guys, I'm not suggesting that you turn into a hothead. I'm not suggesting that you have a short temper, you know, you know, the hothead with a short temper, you know, who's on the verge of blowing his fuse about everything at any given moment, right? Th listen, this is what I have to work on. I have a very short temper. I have, very, I have a very short fuse. This is something I have to work on. A, a, a man's got to know. He's got to understand what situations warrant just a stern verbal reprimand and which, and which situations do not, right? Listen, sometimes, you know, the strong and silence, what the fuck did I just say? Sometimes losing your shit, that's the right thing to do. But this goes back, guys, to a woman trusting your judgment and respecting you as a man. If she knows you can if she knows that you can and will raise your voice when necessary, she will know that you are not to be fucked with, guys. 
Number five, call her out on her slutty behavior. Today's females like to pretend that they are unaware of the fact that most of their behavior encourages male attention. This is, the, 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 listen, the reason for this is that male seeking attention, all of this stuff, they're all now cultural norms, right? Wearing low cut shirts at work to show cleavage, half their tits, posting sexy pictures on social media, entertaining conversation from men who were obviously hitting on her. Those are all just normal behaviors as far as she's concerned. As far as the, the average normal American female is concerned, these are all normal and healthy behaviors. But if you're grooming a woman to be your main chick, she needs to understand that most, if not all, her habits are slutty, whether she knows it, whether she knows it, shows it or not. And if you do not correct these habits, they're eventually going to bite you square in the ass. If she's headed to work with a low-cut blouse, make her change it. If she tells you, if she tells you about the dude who chatted her up at lunch, Tell her stop attention whoring. Yeah, stop attention whoring. As men, we also inherently know the behaviors that women display that could lead to trouble. There is no list. We just know. Your woman knows this too, and you're going to make sure that she acknowledges that she knows. Women love to play stupid. Oh, you know, listen, you know Bruce wants to fuck you. No, he doesn't, bitch, you know, right? Like every time a girl has a guy in the friend zone, everybody knows that guy in the friend zone wants to fuck her, Right? You know Charles wants to fuck you. No, he doesn't. We're just friends. I, he, I'm, he's like a brother to me. Blah, 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 blah. Now, let's take it. Let's, let's turn it up a notch. If she brags or flippantly talks about whorish, slutty behavior, there is only one thing to do, guys. You slut shame that bitch to tears. Slut shame her to tears. Do not let that whore get away with bragging about her slutty behavior. Not on your goddamn watch. No, sir. An listen, another thing I do in addition to this is I slut shame. Oh, I slut, dude, I'll slut shame her and I slut shame other girls. See, listen, girls think it's cute and it's attractive to brag about guys they fucked, but I waste zero time and slut shaming the fuck out of them. I'll refer to Devin, right? She used to, she, she did all the typical shit. Oh, this guy I slept with, da, 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 da. the very first time she did it. I tried to take the gay lube oil approach. I tried to take the Google approach. I said, look, when you talk about this stuff, it makes you unattractive, right? I told her, I said, listen, it makes you look like a booger eater. I imagine you eating boogers when you talk about this stuff. Stop. Ha 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 ha. We both had a good laugh. She did it one more time. And when she did this, I literally slut shamed her until she cried. Yes, gentlemen, she was crying on the phone. I remember, dude, <laughs> one time during the conversation, she's like, can I hang up? And I was like, no, you're going to stay on the goddamn phone. You're going to take your fucking medicine. She's like, I'm going to hang up. I was like, all right, go ahead, hang up. Go on and do it. She didn't hang up. You want to know why? Because she already knew. I didn't have to threaten her. I didn't say, bitch, if you hang up this phone, we're done. She already knew that it was done. That's why she stayed on the phone and took her fucking medicine. First time I give you a warning, I was all jokey about it. Ha ha ha, booger eater. She did it one more time. Oh, okay. You don't, you don't respect the nice approach? Here's what I'm going to do every time you talk shit about that. That's dude. It's been all dude. It's been almost three years since that very day. I think it was April 14th or actually it's past that day. It's been over three years since that day. And she has, she hasn't mentioned anything remotely similar to those situations since 
calling your woman out on slutty behavior and making it clear to her that you will not tolerate her proudly telling you about her hookups in the past, by all, it will actually turn her into a well-mannered woman in public and in private. You see, gentlemen, slut-shaming your woman is a good thing. Number six, and this is the big one. This is next level game here, but this is the big one. This is the one you all are afraid of. Number six, make her delete all of her social media. Gentlemen, this is the one that separates the girls who think they want to be your main chick from the ones who actually do, right? Listen, <laughs> it's hard enough for women to meet these expectations as it is. But when you tell a woman that she has to delete all of her social media accounts if she wants to be with you, you will quickly find out whether or not she's really serious about it. And I'm talking about all of them. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, WhatsApp. Any other social media platforms that have quite literally destroyed today's females. Not only are they addicted to the constant validation they get from posting pictures of themselves. Guys, most hookups and affairs start where? Social media. And people act all surprised when they hear this. Oh my God, I had no idea. Well, what the fuck did you expect to happen when girls advertise themselves on social media? You know, it's interesting. The same phenomenon happens when a company advertises their product on TV or the internet. Surprise, surprise, they get customers. Allowing a woman to be on social media opens you up to getting played without you even knowing about it until it's too late. Guys, the smartphone has changed the game as far as cheating is concerned. Listen, the great George the Sultan Bruno, the, the, the Sultan of Silver, he he call, he famously calls a, a smartphone a box of dicks. That's exactly what it is. Girls, the only, listen, the girls really use their smartphone for one of two reasons. Number one, to advertise to get dick, and number two, to get dick. Girls get away with cheating with multiple dudes while their boyfriends and husbands have zero clue about it. That ain't going to happen on your watch. Make her delete any and all social media accounts. And if she doesn't, she can fucking walk. Guys, listen, man. I've had girls try to negotiate it with me. Dude, one girl asked if she could if she could delete Twitter, but not Facebook. I said, look, it's all or nothing. She wouldn't do it, so that was the end. One girl asked me, well, how am I supposed to keep up with my family and friends? I told her, uh, you can call and text like everybody else. Again, she wouldn't do it, so she was gone. One chick asked me if I was going to delete my social media. I told her no. She said, well, I don't think this is fair. I said, you don't have to, but you're going to have to delete hers. You're going to have to delete yours if you want to stay with me. She left. Guys, dude, I've had girls laugh at me. I've had them curse me out. And again, this is all this is all after they've checked in, sent me nude selfies and all this other kind of stuff. Listen, I've had them cry in front of me. Please don't do this. We have such a good thing. Guys, I've heard it all. I've seen it all. But mark my words when I tell you that you absolutely positively cannot waver on this one, guys. Because if you do, I guarantee you that will be the cause of the end of your relationship. Here's the thing, guys. If a girl wants to cheat, she gonna cheat. But that doesn't mean you're going to make it easy for her to cheat. You're going to force her to be a woman and come to you and say, look, Donovan, it's over. Rather than branch swinging with some dude who saw her tits on Facebook and started fucking her behind your back while you're at work. Fuck that noise. Feminism is the single biggest reason, reason that relationships are in the shit right now. Social media is a very close second. She either deletes all of her accounts or she's fucking gone, period. 
well, Donovan, is Devin on social media? <laughs> Fuck no. Devin's a goddamn ghost. And it's funny, I know people, I know that people have looked for her. Uh, uh, I actually posted pictures of her and me. Of course, her face is all, you know, blurred out. I know that they've put it in, um, you know, certain, you know, Google pictures or whatever. You're not going to find Devin on social media, guys. She does not have social media. Absolutely not. And actually, she might have social media, but if she does, she's doing a damn good job of hiding it. I'll put, listen, nothing's guaranteed. I said it once and I will say it again. You have to remember that most women will not be up for this level of training. And that's even if you're a high value male. The bottom line, guys, like I said, is that if a woman doesn't want to submit to you, she's not going to. It doesn't matter how much game you have. These are not the women you want to train because they're a waste of time, guys. Listen, once it becomes clear that you're dealing with a slut who has really no intention of settling down anytime soon, fuck her for a while, but then drop her. But when you do, when you do actually meet a female who makes it clear through her actions, remember, what she says to you is fucking irrelevant. I really want to be in a relationship with you. Really? Unlock your phone and hand it to me right now. Oh, no? Guess you didn't want to. Didn't, guess you didn't want to that bad. But when you meet a woman who makes it clear through her actions that she's ready and willing to be trained, you have to be ready and able to train her. You have to be ready and able to be what you want and need her to be as your, as your companion. Being ready means being high value, showing her that she can trust you, and knowing what the fuck you're doing. When those three elements are firmly in place, she will surrender to you. And from there, you have a rock-solid foundation to build your woman. Now, let's go back to the, well, what about you deleting social media? Because that is, usually when I get to this point, when I'm counseling guys on this, they usually ask one of two questions, right? The first question is, well, what if she says no to all of this? Well, that answer is simple. She doesn't want your commitment bad enough. At which point you say, okay, well, we'll just keep things the way they are and leave it at that. Guys, don't get mad. Don't get huffy. Don't get indignant. Don't take it personally. You can't control the behavior of a slut. You can't control the desires of women. Of women. It is what it is. Charge it to the game. Keep her as a plate until she spins off. That's it. But the second question, the, the, the question that gets asked to me the most is, Donovan, what if she asks me to delete social media? What if she says, well, if I got to delete it, then you got to delete it too. Well, she does this for one of two reasons. Number one, your value isn't high enough. And number two, which a lot of you guys won't admit, is that you asked her to be in a relationship first. Let's tackle the value answer. Let's just give you a make-believe scenario. Let's just say Chris Hemsworth is fucking a woman, right? Chris Hemsworth is a Chris Hemsworth, Leonardo DiCaprio, that type of guy. High-value guy. Super rich, movie star, so he's got social proof. Um, he's got, uh, I mean, obviously they're both very good-looking men. But listen, they, they, they check all the boxes, right? Square jawed, all that stuff, right? And if Chris Hemsworth tells, all right, Stephanie, all right, Stephanie, you're, tell, you're asking me to be my girlfriend, right? You want to make this serious, right? Yes, I want to be serious, Chris. I want to be with you. All right, you got to delete your social media. Do you think Stephanie would delete social media? Of course she would. It's Chris fucking Hemsworth. It's Leonardo fucking DiCaprio. Of course she's going to do. Of course she's going to do that, right? And a lot of you guys will say, well, yeah, Donovan, that's obvious. But that's just it, guys. That's just it. Their value is so high, they couldn't, you can't imagine a scenario when a woman would actually tell 
a guy like Chris Hemsworth, Leonardo DiCaprio, no, I will not delete my social media. And that just proves the point that value and game are directly cor correlated with a female's desire to comply. None of us are Chris Hemsworth or Leonardo DiCaprio, and you don't have to be. But remember, the higher your value, the higher the likelihood of her compliance because she likes you. That's just how, well, of course she'll say yes to Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, that's because his value is high, which means you need to raise your value. Now, let's get into the second reason, which is which it is most of the time. And guys never tell me this. Well, my girl told me that if I have to delete, that if she has to delete social media, then, then I have to delete mine too. This is because you asked her for the relationship first. Gentlemen, if you haven't heard anything I've told you today, you need to listen to me right now. When you are having sex with a woman, never under any circumstances, angle for an exclusive relationship first. Don't do it. You are not the one who's going to bring up, hey, let's take this thing to the next level and make this thing official. Why? I'm going to tell you why. Because your leverage goes right out the window. All of those things we're telling her to do, check in regularly, right? Delete all social media, wear stripper heels, all of those things that you, all of that stuff goes right out the door. And the reason why your leverage goes right out the door, the reason why you don't have the right to demand things of her is because when you tell her that you desire a relationship of exclusivity with her, you are quite literally telling her that she has done all that is necessary to secure your commitment. So when you say, hey, let's, will you be my girlfriend? She says, yeah, okay, no social media, no girls night out. I got to be able to look at your phone, blah, blah, blah. She's going to say, wait, wait, what? The fuck are you talking about? Well, you said you want to be my girlfriend, right? Well, I want to be your girlfriend, but I'm not doing that. Well, if you want to be my girlfriend, this is what you have to do. Well, I don't want to be your girlfriend anymore. Where he fucked up is he angled for the relationship first. As soon as you tell her, hey, look, I want you to be my girlfriend, you are literally telling her you have done all that is necessary to secure my commitment. And when you do that, she then ceases to want to gain your commitment. She, she ceases to want to keep your commitment because she because in her mind, she has fulfilled all that's required to keep your commitment. This is why girlfriends are better than wives. Wives have no incentive to stay thin. Wives have no incentive to suck your dick. Wives have no intention. They, they have no incentive to actually be kind. Why? Because they've got you by the balls, thanks to the state. Soon as you sign that marriage certificate, boom, she's got you. All right, I don't have to do shit. Why do you think women are dragging guys down the aisle? They don't want to have, dude, women are, getting married for women is a lottery ticket. Dude, getting married means she doesn't have to stay fit, means she doesn't have to work out. She, dude, she doesn't even have to be nice to you anymore. Wait, you mean all I got to do is marry this guy and I don't have to, I don't have to, you know, run to like puke and I don't have to do spin class anymore? I don't have to go to the gym. I don't have to wake up at five o'clock in the morning and squat so he likes my ass. You mean I get to... I get to have all of this stuff regardless of what I do or don't do. Where do I fucking sign? This is why women are trying to drag dudes down the aisle. That's a lottery ticket. Girlfriends, on the other hand, do not have that lottery ticket. Because a girlfriend knows that you can walk right out the door with no pound of flesh. And by the way, guys, your commitment is not just marriage. Girls like to create as much connective tissue with you to make a breakup as, as, as difficult as possible. So marriage is obviously one. A shared residence is another. A child is another. If you live with a woman, it is very, very hard to break up with her. I'm in that position now, but I'm Donovan Sharp. 
And when and if I decide to bounce, I'm going to go to my safe, grab my money. I'm the fuck up out of here. Devin can have all this shit. All this is just stuff. I'm good. I'm Gucci. I'll be in Phoenix, Arizona. TSR live in the desert. You can think I'm fucking kidding around. I've got my contingency plan. Most men don't. When you move in with a woman, you think that's your lottery ticket. The only reason why men move in with women is because you get access to sex all the time. Really? So all of a sudden, she stops sucking your dick every time you have sex. Now you're down to one night a week for sex. Now you're paying me $225 an hour to tell, to, to, to tell you why your woman, your living girlfriend, is not sucking your dick. Then I'm going to say, dude, it's time to go. And you're thinking, fuck, I don't have the money to move out. Right? I don't have the money to move out. Where the fuck am I going to stay? That's that connective tissue. Marriage and kids, forget about it. You're never getting away from that. With marriage, you get all of those things. Marriage, you get the shared residence and you get the potential kid, right? This is when she knows she has secured your commitment. It's the same thing that happens when you tell a woman you want a relationship first. Because when you ask her to be your girlfriend, you forfeit the right to make any requirements of her. Yes, you do. When she asks you, on the other hand, now you've got the leverage. Oh, you want to be my girlfriend, huh? I really do. Uh, I don't think you want to. I'm a hard guy to be. No, really. Try. Listen, I've tried to. Listen, many women have asked me the same thing. And when I tell them what's required, most of them don't stick around. So I don't think we, listen, we're having fun. Let's just see where this goes. I don't want to. No, no, I really want to be your girlfriend. Really? Okay. No, no, really. I, I, want, to, I want to know what it is. Okay. All right. I'm going to give you a test. Unlock your phone right now and hand it to me. Uh, 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 see, I told you. Let's just keep things the way they are. You see how that works, guys? When she is the first to ask you for a relationship, she might have a problem with handing you her phone, but she's not going to be like, well, fuck you. You can't say, hey, will you be my girlfriend? Yes, I will. Okay, now hand me your phone. She'd be like, what? No. Uh-uh. You already told me that I met the requirements. I'm not doing shit. Matter of fact, I'm not sucking your dick tonight. That's how fast it happens, guys. Now, a lot of my detractors like to say, Donovan, you're a beta male. You got the GPS tracking device on Devin's phone. You can record her surroundings. You, you got her passwords. There's no lock on her phone, all that stuff. Devin can still cheat. Of course she can. Devin could be cheating on me right now. And the guy would have to be a one-minute man because she's getting ready to check in here in about another three minutes. But yes, of course Devin can. Here's the difference. It's not easy for her to cheat. If you don't want to get robbed, gentlemen, you don't leave your doors unlocked, right? Let's, let's, let's back that up to the social media thing. Her deleting her social media and giving me, Devin, I'll just use Devin, Devin deleting her social media and giving me all that access to her phone, GPS and key logs and all that, that doesn't guarantee anything. Guys, just like locking your doors and arming your system doesn't guarantee that someone's not going to break into your house. Understand this, gentlemen, if somebody wants to break in, they will. We Listen, we live in a very secure building, and we have a top-notch security system in this apartment. It's a very nice apartment, very nice security system. We pay, we, pay a, we pay a pretty penny for that every month. But if somebody really wants to get in here, they could do it if they wanted to, right? That doesn't mean we got to make it easy. <laughs> listen, we could leave our doors unlocked and not get robbed, but we could also let our women have access to social media and her not misbehave, right? Okay, so we, we, we could leave our doors unlocked. We might not get robbed. Your girl could have social media and you might not, she might not misbehave. But we all know that's not true. 
okay? As a matter of fact, he is far more likely to misbehave having access to social media than someone is likely to rob our house if we unlock our doors. But if we leave, but, but here's, the, here, here's the point. If we leave our doors unlocked, it's easier to rob us. So why would we leave our doors unlocked? If she gets social media, it's easy for her to misbehave. Easier. Devin could cheat if she wants to, but it won't be easy. James Buster Douglas knew he was going to lose to Mike Tyson on February 11th, 1990. But he said, you know what? I'm going to lose. I'm not going to make it easy on Tyson. And he actually won the fight. Those are the odds that we face, guys. Don't just lay down and make it easy for her to cheat. If a woman wants to cheat, she's going to cheat. That doesn't mean you have to make it difficult. That doesn't mean, just because, just because you know a person could break in if they really wanted to, that doesn't mean you have to disarm your security system and leave your door unlocked. When we come back, I'm going to tell you why rewarding and punishing your woman is equally important. You cannot do all of one and none of the other. Don't go anywhere, guys. We'll be right back. How this relates to hot girls is that hot girls don't develop themselves they don't develop themselves outside of sex because they don't have to. Everything is easy for hot girls. And a lot of you out there might be thinking, well, Donovan, you know, you're using hyperbole. Nah, I'm here to tell you. Life for super attractive women is, in, in the United States and in the Western Hemisphere, it is fantastic. The girl on your screen right now, I can guarantee you she probably hasn't bought a drink in her life. She's probably never, she probably has never bought a drink or a pack of cigarettes. She's probably never paid for drugs. Uh, she, I don't know. She kind of looks high. She looks like, she looks like she's high on, 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 on cocaine. Whatever she's high on, I can promise you that she didn't pay for. And the reason why she doesn't have to pay for these things is because she's hot. Everything, everything, hot girls get attention. Okay. They get boyfriends. They get proposed. They, they get all, listen, I know a shitload of strippers down in Vegas who are all guys. They are all hard tens, great tits. A lot of them fake perfect asses, flat stomach, long legs, pretty faces, you name it. They're all in their sexual prime. They're all in their, I mean, most of them are in their early to mid twenties. Listen, these women could have any man they want. Okay. These girls get rich men wanting to marry them. They, 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 they come to these girls, marry me. I will move you to another country. You'll live in a castle. You'll, you'll never, you'll, you'll never want for anything in your life, despite them not being good at anything, but shaking their asses on stage. That's the power of female beauty. Now, decent looking girls, on the other hand, they have to develop themselves outside of sex. Decent looking girls like this one. Okay. Yeah, she looks, she looks okay. Okay. I don't know. I probably put her at a six, maybe a seven, but I can promise you that that, but the, that the girl on your screen probably cooks a hell of a lot better than this chick. Okay. The girl on your screen right now. All right. She's had to pay for a few drinks. This girl has never had to pay for a drink in her life. The girl on this screen would treat you infinitely better than this chick right here. And the reason why, and the reason why hot girls don't have to treat men well is because they don't have to. If a man has the balls to say, you know what, bitch, fuck you. I'm not taking this anymore. You know what? She's just going to shrug her shoulders and look at her phone and look at the other 200 numbers that she has in there. And she will, and she will replace you. Women who look like this. Okay. Do not have the skill and agency of women who look like that. All right. It, like I said, it is, it is a female beauty thing. And to relate this to sports, let's go to Tom Brady. 
Tom Brady is, he's the, listen, I'm not going to sit here and debate anything, all right? The numbers speak for themselves. I'm not going to make this a sports debate, but Tom Brady's one of the greatest quarterbacks in history, if not the greatest. But guess what? Go back and look at his combine tape. Tom Brady was pasty. He didn't have any muscle. He was unathletic. He was slow. He, he had to develop himself, all right? He was, he's not the biggest. He's not the strongest, but he has the will. And this was because he was overlooked time and again and in college. He played behind Drew Henson. He was passed over in college, passed over in the NFL, drafted in the sixth round. What did he end up doing? He used that fuel and desire to become the greatest, to become the greatest quarterback ever. Well, girls that don't, girls that aren't so hot, they have to have the same fire. They have to figure it out. They have to say to themselves, okay, I was not blessed by the genetic gods. But I can get my ass in the gym, I can get my ass in shape, I can learn to cook, I can be feminine, I can find and hopefully lock down a quality guy who wants more who wants more in a woman than physical beauty. Now, don't get don't get me wrong, okay? A woman like this, yeah, she absolutely looks good. There's no doubt about it. But we all really want women who look like this. Alright? But this girl has a lot more agency than this girl. Okay, this girl is definitely hot. All right, but she's probably not as good between the sheets as this chick. This chick has to work a little bit harder to please her men. All this chick has to do, all all this chick has to be is there. She takes off her clothes and the guy's already blowing his load all over her face. This girl's got to work a little harder. Okay, this girl's got to give you a toe curling blowjob. She's got to give you that after sex sandwich. All right, she has to work. She has to work much harder than this girl because this girl's beautiful. Let's call it what it is, guys. Beauty is, people like to talk about the fact that oh, all you guys men, all you men care about is the way a woman looks. Yeah, absolutely. That doesn't necessarily mean that we don't care about everything else, but if you are not attractive, we are not interested. I've said it before. You could have, you could be the brainiest, and even if you're a brainy chick, even if you're a quote-unquote smart woman, it doesn't really matter. But you could have the greatest personality. You could have a great job. You could be the most sincere, feminine, kind, selfless, generous woman out there. And we may love to spend time with you. But if we are not attracted to you, we're never going to find out what those personality traits are. We'll put you in the friend zone. We are not trying to fuck you. Always trying to say I shouldn't be with that chick The real reason why is cause you want that bitch But you ain't never been her type Said that you always want hate Guess I'm doing something right You're telling me I'm broke, dude, what's new? Having money never gonna lay you on top of that All these gold diggers gonna take you and Welcome break back. you Monetarily rape you Oh, they my shit It's what you have you guys in on a Wednesday It is May the 1st, 2019 I remember I lived in Hawaii on two different on two separate occasions. I lived there from eighty nine to ninety from seventy nine to eighty two and from eighty nine to ninety two. And I think May first is what they call May Day. Uh, not like May Day, May Day, but it's like a celebration. Like we do dances, we you know eat Hawaiian foods. So happy May Day to all of my uh, all of my Howleys out there in Hawaii. If you've ever lived in Hawaii, you know what Howley means. Guys, I cannot tell you, I cannot tell you how important it is to get your ass on my email list. Okay, at some point, what you guys need to understand is that I will get deplatformed, gentlemen. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. Guys who do what I do, okay, we are always under attack. We are always in the crosshair, and eventually my channel will get deleted. But to make sure, but to make sure that you have access to my content, get on my email list so that when and if the inevitable happens, you'll know where to find me, you'll know when to find me, and you'll know how to access my content. 
All you got to do is go to my website, scroll down to the bottom, plug in your email address. It does not take long at all. If you like what you hear, if you get something out of my content and you want to contribute to the show, you can do that through my Streamlabs link. I'm putting it in the chat now. That is www.streamlabs.com slash Donovan Sharp. One, that's streamlabs.com slash Donovan Sharp. And the number one, shout out to HS Lee, 169, with the $5 contribution. Also, a big shout out to Bob in Sacramento, who made a $50 contribution last night. Bob, if you're watching, big shout out to you. Bob in Sacramento has been by far and away the biggest benefactor here at TSR Towers. He has contributed and donated over $1,700, and he has done this for over two years. He's done this for over two years, almost three years, actually. A little over $1,700, so shout out to Bob in Sacramento for, the, for, a, for yet another $50 contribution. Big thanks to Zenith with the $2 Super Chat says, I like learning from your perspective, Donovan. Young and Blessed with the $10 Super Chat says, Happily divorcing after the red pill. X want, now wants to submit and do anything to stay in my life. If she adds value, what are the pros and cons of keeping her as a, as a plate and training her after the divorce? Young and Blessed, I want you to send me an email. Send me an email at t, to tsr at donovansharp.com TSR at DonovanSharp.com so I can give you a $10 refund. You wasted your fucking money here, dude. Okay? You're not being honest with me. You're, 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 you're wasting your money and you're wasting my time. Okay? You are divorcing, which means you're not divorced. Dude, you want your ex back. That's what this is. You want your ex back and you think, you think you can get your ex back by training her to be a plate. No. You're not, you don't want to train her to be a plate. You want to get back with her. And you want me to give you permission to allow this ex that you haven't even divorced yet back in your life. And I'm dead serious. You cannot, listen, she is about to be your ex-wife for a reason. And oh, by the way, she probably initiated the divorce, right? Even if she didn't, you still want me to give you permission to get back with your ex-wife. I'm not going to do it. Not going to do it. So send me an email, tsr at donovansharp.com, tsr at donovansharp.com. Shoot me your PayPal. I'm going to give you a refund. You've wasted your, you've wasted your money and you've wasted my time. Do not ask me bullshit questions like that. Listen, if, you're, if you guys are going to ask me questions like this, you guys got to be honest. Happily divorcing, now she wants to submit? Get out of here with that. Get the fuck out of here with that. Shoot me your email address. I will give you a refund. I'm not kidding. Jesus Christ. Make an ex-girlfriend, make an ex-wife your plate. Dude, get the fuck out of here with that. Don't waste my time with bullshit like that, guys. Just be honest with me. Hey, how do I get my ex back? I'll answer that question. I'm not going to I'm not gonna tell you, hey, here's how to plate her and train her. Nah, bruh. Nope. She's about to be your ex for a reason. Fuck out of here with that. Okay, let's get started and talk about why rewarding and punishing your woman is paramount to her training. I've had a lot of sales jobs in my life, guys. Uh, those of you who have followed me for any you know, extended period of time, you guys know I've had a lot of sales jobs. I've sold everything from vacations, uh, cell phones, foreclosure listings, furniture, magazine ads, cruises, all that. Listen, you name it, I've sold it. Much like most lifelong salesmen, I've had more than a few stints selling cars. I've worked for I've worked for a few high-end car lots where the majority of the inventory is brand new cars, and most customers have the great credit to buy them. I actually sold Audis when I was nineteen. I was dude, I was nineteen years old. 
in the summer of uh, the summer after my sophomore year in college. Okay. I made so much money selling Audis, I almost left school. Right? I sold Dodges for a year in my early 20s. I sold a Viper and made an $8,000 commission. That's the that's the biggest commission I've ever had selling cars. Now, I've also sold used cars on a couple of occasions. Now, selling used cars for those of you guys who have who have sold cars in the past, that is an entirely different ballgame. It, it's it's almost an entirely different industry. There are different concerns. Okay, customers who go to high end car lots, they're not really they're, what they're worried about. They're worried about paying too much. That's really all that's on their mind. Customers come to a used car lot, they're worried about a lot of other things, like the car breaking down a mile down the road. Right? High end car lot customers ain't worried about the reliability of their cars. It, this is brand new. It's not going to give you any trouble. Right. They're concerned with the interest rate. They're, they're, they're concerned with getting price gouged. Used car customers are worried about their car breaking down and credit. OK, if people had good credit, they'd go to high end car lots if they didn't have the cash to buy the car flat out. Now, if they had the credit and the money to buy a car flat out, if they were smart, they were being financially prudent. They would just buy a car in cash, save a lot of money on both the car and the insurance. But I digress. But if they had the credit to go to a new car lot, they would, right? But because they have bad credit, they go to a used car lot where the credit standards are usually a little bit more relaxed. Sometimes you have car lots that finance you regardless of credit because, of course, they put a GPS on your car. Then they jack up the interest rate. These are your buy here, pay here car lots. Anyway, something that actually happened to me twice when I sold used cars is I'd have a customer, here was the scenario, I'd have customers come in and they would tell me, Donovan, I have bad credit. So of course I'm giving them all the lines. Don't worry, Mr. Customer, we got you covered. We're gonna find a bank to finance you. We're gonna put you in a car today. If it's the last thing I do, I'll stay here till midnight. I don't give a shit, you're driving off the lot. So they're all excited. They're getting a new car, right? Okay, so I'd run their credit. And again, this happened to me twice before I actually caught on to this. But I'd run their credit and their FICO score would be somewhere in the neighborhood of 650 which isn't the best credit in the world, but it's not terrible. More importantly, it's the kind of credit score that would allow a customer to go to a high-end car lot and finance a brand new car. So the first time this happened, I went to the customer and said, hey, believe it or not, your credit's actually pretty good. You're gonna be able to finance any car on the lot you want. Now, the first time I told a customer they had better credit than they thought, they were ecstatic. Oh, we're so excited. They started looking around at cars but I didn't make the sale, right? And I had no idea why. I thought to myself, okay, well, the guy had decent credit. He didn't think he could get approved for financing. I'm the one that gave him the good news. I had good rapport with him. Why didn't he buy the car? The second time this happened to me was the same thing. Oh, I have bad credit. I need a car. I ran the guy's credit. Once again, he's in the, six, he's in the mid 600s. I think he was like in the 660s. Again, the kind of score that could get a customer financed at a high-end car lot for a brand new car. So again, I tell this guy, hey, good news, you've got pretty good credit. But this time, the guy's wife said to him right in front of me, she said, well, why don't we just go to Toyota then? Now, I was quick on my feet. I said, well, because they're gonna charge you a higher interest rate, which means a higher car payment, higher insurance, blah, 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 blah. And the guy looks at me, he's kind of slowly nodding. He's like, yeah, we don't want a higher car payment. But I could see in his face that he was full of shit, and I was right. Because they told me that they'd go home and think about it, and I never saw him again. 
that Toyota guy should at least give me a cut of his a cut of his profit. Anyway, what those two experiences taught me that if a person thought they had bad credit, to let them continue to think that even if they don't. Now you can't get away with that these days, right? Because people can get their credit scores in their phones in like 15 seconds. But back then it wasn't like that. Customers had to take our word for it that their credit was either approved or that they weren't. But from then on, if a customer came in and told me they had bad credit, I would continue to make them think that they had bad credit, even if I found out that their credit score was 680. Because the minute a customer knows that they have more buying options, they will never buy from you. They couldn't give less of a shit that their interest rate is seven points higher at the, at the high end lot. In their minds, they're getting a brand new car when, in, when less than 24 hours ago, they weren't even sure they could finance a used junk bucket. Gentlemen, women are the same as car customers. A female's value is dictated solely by the way men respond to and treat them. If most men a man, if, if most men, rather, a woman interacts with treats her favorably, meaning that they give her compliments, they're nice to her, they do favors for her, they look at her, they give her attention and make it clear through their actions that they would commit to her if she would have them, then she knows she's got options. Good credit, right? Well, the less credit or the less value a woman has in the way of looks, personality, overall femininity, the more she'll have to compromise when it comes to men. Hot girls get to fuck, they get to date, they get to marry the best guys out there. They get to be with the best looking, the richest, the most talented, highest value guys. Not so, not so attractive women, they get the leftovers. They get the used cars of the dating world, if you will. And they're generally okay with it because they know that they don't have as much value to men as the high value girls. They'll bitch and moan about it on social media, right? Right? They'll talk shit about how men are shallow and only care about looks and how men should compromise their standards to appease the fat and ugly women of the world, but they know the score. They know how the world really works. Anyway, to bring it back around here, a huge mistake that guys are making with their women is the same mistake I was making with those customers who had better credit than they thought. The same mistake that thirsty niggas make when gassing up fat, ugly bitches, and that is showering their women with compliments and approval, telling her she's beautiful all the time telling her how much she lo- how much he loves her every day, consistently telling her how smart she is, how great she is. And the same thing that happened to me on that used car lot is going to happen to you in your relationships. Here's how. At some point, if a girl hears all of these glowing m- remarks about herself, if she hears this stuff long enough, eventually she's going to subconsciously in the back of her mind think to herself, you know what? I think I can do better. If I impress Carl this much, then I can easily get with Kevin, the hot sales guy at work. I mean, I always knew I was a catch. But maybe I've been selling myself short and settling for less than I deserve. You know, I think I'm going to explore my options and see what else is out there for me. And I'm going to start with hot Kevin in the sales department. I might even swing by Dave's garage band practice and see if he's interested. This is what happens, gentlemen, when you blow sunshine up your woman's ass too much. She starts to believe all of your hyperbolic narrative about her. She hears and sees it so much that she internalizes it, and ultimately she believes it. Let me ask you guys this. (laughs) You ever seen a five who walks around like she's a goddamn 10? And you think to yourself, what the, why the fuck does she act like she's so hot? She's got hair on her chin, and she's got hair on her second chin, she's got a lazy eye. Who the fuck, who the fuck does she think she is? 
Well, she's got a boyfriend who showers her with love and attention and validation and compliments 24-7, like all the Facebook memes tell him to do in order to keep her happy and happy and have a great and healthy relationship. But he is doing quite literally the opposite. He's filling her head so full of shit that she really does think she's hot shit who could have any guy she wants. And guess what? It won't be long before she starts exploring her options. Read cheating. Now, let's be clear here. Let's be clear. Nobody's suggesting that you never compliment your woman, guys. Women need validation. They need approval. Your woman needs to know when she's doing it right. And if you withhold your praise when she clearly deserves it, she's only going to tolerate that for so long, especially pretty girls. A girl needs to know that her man is pleased with her when and if she deserves it and that you are the judge of that, not her. She wants your approval, not her own. She can talk all the shit she wants about what a great catch she is and, that, and, and have 150, 150 thirsty dudes agree with her, but none of that means dick to her. What she wants and needs is your approval. She needs validation from you, the high-value male. By the same token, you got to be fair, guys. Don't be unreasonable. If she looks good, tell her she looks good. If you're appreciative of what she does for you, let her know. But giving her residual approval for something she does only one time, guys, I'm here to tell you, that is counterproductive. Telling her she's hot every day because she dressed up three months ago, that's not helping either one of you. Telling her she's an unbelievable cook because she made you a five-course meal a year and a half ago, that makes her lazy. If she'll stop trying because you're giving her validation without her earning it again and again. You're giving her attention that she doesn't deserve it. At some point, guys, human nature is going to kick in and she's going to put in less and less effort for something she knows she can get for free. This is why she doesn't make an effort to look good for you anymore and laughs when you ask her what she's making for dinner. If your woman has a disrespectful tone with you, look her in the eye and say, watch your fucking tone. And mean that shit. If your woman makes you a kick-ass steak dinner, say, God damn, you rocked the steak tonight. Then bonus points, if she walks by, you smack her in the ass. You must reward the good and punish the bad at all times, which is what I'm discussing here in this segment. But most importantly, do not shower her with compliments for mediocre effort, guys. If she does something she's supposed to be doing anyway, Every once in a while, show her a little appreciation, but don't make a big fucking production out of it. You don't need your woman expecting you to sing her praises for remember to stop and grab you a bottle of water. Every so often, just say, hey, thanks. I appreciate what you do for me and leave it at that. Gentlemen, do not tell your woman she has awesome credit if she's giving 470 FICO score effort. If she's acting right, let her know. If she gets out of line, put her ass back in line. Don't tell her she's the greatest fucking woman who ever graced the face of the earth all day every day because at some point, she will go to that Toyota dealership thinking she's got good credit. So at this point, we all know that correcting bad behavior can be very difficult and that complimenting your woman too much will cause her to become too complacent, which means she'll stop trying to earn your time, attention, and affection. So now that we've laid our foundation... Let's get into the meat and potatoes here. And actually, we're going to do that in a second. Let, let, let's, um, um, let, let's lay the foundation in terms of reward and punishment. Now, the first thing you need to understand, and I think you guys do, but I need to say it out loud just so it's clear, okay? 
the first you need the first thing you need to understand is that a correcting bad behavior is not easy don't need to be a rocket science to figure that out but b rewarding your woman is very easy to overdo you need to keep these things in mind when dealing with your woman in terms of getting the best out of her which begins and ends with reducing her bad behavior while increasing her good behavior, which requires rewarding the good and punishing the bad. The second thing you have to keep in mind, and guys, this is probably the most important thing you will ever hear when it comes to dealing with women. And guys, I am not exaggerating here, right? Because knowing and abiding by this rule will literally be the difference between your successes and your failures with women. Listen up. What I'm about to tell you is this. You need to correct bad behavior no less than 100% of the time while you only need to reward good behavior somewhere in the neighborhood of 60%, give or take. I'll say it again. You need to correct bad behavior no less than 100%, 100%, while you only need to reward good behavior somewhere in the neighborhood of 60%, give or take. Now, some of you guys are thinking, okay, Donovan, so what's the difference between correcting bad behavior and punishing bad behavior? And that is a very good question with a very simple answer inspired by none other than the godfather, Rolo Tomasi himself. Listen closely. <clears throat> correcting bad behavior is explication and punishing bad behavior is demonstration. Correcting is verbal and punishment is nonverbal. Punishment is demonstrative demonstrate be demonstrative don't explicate don't explain here's a quick example you're out on a date with a girl and she's on her phone which is bad behavior correcting her behavior would be saying hey put that away for me would you punishing this behavior would be just to leave the date or say hey check please pay your half now this isn't to say that you can't punish bad behavior bad behavior verbally or that you can't correct bad behavior demonstratively you certainly can, and sometimes it is necessary to punish and correct in the same instance. But by and large, correction is explication. Correction is explaining. Punishment is demonstration. That is demonstrative, and we'll touch on this briefly a little later. But in either case, it's not easy, guys. It's not easy to punish your woman when she fucks up. It's not easy to withdraw your attention from her, especially when she's, especially when she's fucking hot, right? Dude, you're horny as fuck, but she was a bitch earlier. You think it's easy not to stick your dick in her mouth that night? But you have to. And the reason you have to is because, is because if you fuck her, you're giving her attention. That is reinforcing bad behavior. And what you're showing her is that all she has to do is give up the pussy and she's out of trouble, which by definition puts the pussy on the pedestal. You are accepting her vagina as penance for what she has done. And women who use their pussies as a get-out-of-jail-free card are always poorly behaved. I'll just fuck my way out of it. Why is Donovan ignoring you, Stacy? Eh, I was a bitch earlier, but as soon as I get home, I'll give him some pussy. He'll forget about it. You guys, you guys heard that before. Eh, he's stripping, but I'll suck his dick. He'll be all right. It is very easy to reward good behavior, okay? Correcting and punishing bad behavior, not easy to do consistently, guys. It's easy. Listen, it's easier to take her to Atlantic City when she's giving you world-class meals and world-class blowjobs all week, guys. It's easy to surprise her with a nice gift because you can't remember the last time she got out of pocket. It's easy to reward her. But it is far from easy to punish bad behavior. Guys, it fucking sucks. She'll throw fits. She'll cry. She'll shit test you. The shit sucks, man. Trust me. 
I punish Devin a lot, and it sucks every fucking time. I care about her very much, and I hate fucking punishing her. But I know that if I don't, it only gets worse from here. If you want to get the best out of your woman, then you must either correct or punish bad behavior no less than 100, 100% of the time. Tolerating her adverse reactions to your decreasing availability after she gets out of pocket, that's not easy. Remaining absolutely stone-faced when she cries in front of you because she told you, or because you told her the next time you found out that, re that she reactivated her Facebook behind your back, the next time she did that, she was out the fucking door. That's just not easy, guys. Punishing bad behavior is hard. This is why the men who do it have the women that act the best. It is necessary. On the other side of the break, we will actually get into the main course and talk very plainly and frankly about how and when to punish and reward your woman. Guys, you do not want to miss this segment. We'll be right back. Details. Well, the math is, is quite simple on this. When you remove slut-shaming and then glorify the acquisition of depreciating assets like expensive clothes, trendy, you know, coffee drinks, and, and then reward these girls with endless praise, endless attention and validation, the result is these pretty girls willing to do anything to get all of these, all of these things, including letting men gangbang them and shitting in their faces. Now, our entire culture, the entire Western American culture tells girls that it's okay to whore themselves out for designer sunglasses and shopping sprees rather than finding and locking down a man who can provide them with a solid, sustainable lifestyle for years to come. This mentality is a direct result of sluts no longer being shamed, guys. And the sad part is that although the traditional housewife is becoming endangered, an endangered species, and frowned upon by today's modern women, they all still know and understand that motherhood is the pinnacle of true womanhood. And listen, if you don't believe me, go take a look at Facebook and Instagram, and you'll see, you'll see, you'll see that that all of the attention whores that you see on Facebook and Instagram, they take as much pride trying to convince everyone that they're good moms as they do showing their tits in a selfie. Women will always have the notion of settling down and having a family in the back of their minds because it's what they do regardless of what their Facebook feeds say, okay? They know the score. Fighting this biology only tamps down these desires, but Mother Nature, guys, Mother Nature always wins out in the end, every time. But these porta potty girls cannot have their cake and eat it too. These girls believe they can live this this adrenaline-fueled lifestyle, and then, when it's all over, settle down and expect to live happy, fulfilling, normal lives. Well, guess what? Unfortunately for them, it doesn't work that way. Not even close. Girls like this are, they're like recovering meth addicts who have fried their dopamine receptors to the point where they can't enjoy anything anymore, all right? I speak from personal experience, guys. My, listen, my ex-wife Darcy was an ex-meth head, and despite having moved to Florida and buying a house on the beach, literally on the beach, taking trips down to Key West, she couldn't get excited about any of it, okay? She couldn't enjoy it because crystal meth had, overtext, had overtaxed her serotonin and dopamine receptors, so she was literally incapable of enjoying anything good. It was unbelievable. As far as the Dubai girls go, the exotic trips, the expensive hotels, you know, all the posh surroundings and everything else that they've grown to be accustomed to, that will make living a normal life impossible because when they hit the wall, they ain't getting offers anymore, guys. Those dudes, those dudes by then have moved on to fresh meat, all right? Younger, prettier, tighter girls. 
that's what they moved on to. Listen, you think these porta potty girls are gonna take pride? You think these you think these porta potty girls are gonna take pride in enjoying and living in uh, uh, living a regular life in a regular beat up apartment? You know, after drinking you know drinking cheap liquor liquor after spending five years in five star hotels drinking five hundred dollar bottle of wine, like it doesn't work that way. Now, another reason they do this, another reason girls do this, are female celebrities, female recording artists, uh, Kim Kardashian, Miley Cyrus, uh, Kesha. These girls, like you know, they like to think they, they like they like to uh, sing about uh, popping bottles and getting fucked up all the time, but they don't warn these girls what happens after the high price party is over. All these girls see when they watch this stuff are the bright lights, the high price drinks, and the private jets. And when they get the opportunity to actually live out the fantasies they see in these music videos, guys, they jump at the chance to do it no matter what they have to do. But they never think about the long-term consequences. Ever. Welcome back to the show. This is the 445th edition of TSR Live. We are closing in on episode 450, which will be quite the milestone. Guys, there are still tickets available to the 21 Convention Patriarch Edition. This is the very, very last day the very last day that you can get tickets. Anthony Johnson has approved a buy one, get one free. So if you and your buddy had been thinking about had been thinking about going to the 21 convention, Patriarch Edition, if you and a father buddy of yours or somebody who wants to be a father, if you're thinking about going, it's now essentially half price. Buy one, get one free, or BOGO. You can do it through the link that I'm putting in the chat. Guys, be sure to send me your show ideas, guys. Let me know what your show requests are, what you want me to talk about. If you come across an article, a blog post, a video, something on social media, anything and everything Red Pull related, send them all to TSR at DonovanSharp.com. Again, that is TSR at DonovanSharp.com. If you ask me a ridiculous question in Super Chat, like Young and Blessed, He's happily divorced after the red pill, but he wants to keep his soon-to-be ex-wife as a plate and training her after divorce. Send your PayPal to tsr at donovansharp.com so that I can give you a refund. That is a gift from me to you for you having wasted your money and my time. Later on today, I'm actually going to be releasing the supplement to this podcast episode on Patreon. And that is going to be how training your woman and training your dog are similar to one another. How training your woman and training your dog are similar to one another. If you want access to that video and other exclusive content, be sure to be sure rather to go to patreon.com slash Donovan Sharp. Again, that is www.patreon.com forward slash Donovan Sharp. Put that in the chat again. The show is actually going by uh, pretty quickly. I thought I would be on the air for three hours today, and it looks like I'm going to get this done in a tidy two. So always glad to see that. Other ways to support the show, if you want to support the show and get a pheromone soap, be sure to buy tactical soap through my affiliate link. 
I'm putting that in the chat now. If you're a CBD oil fan, you guys can buy Good Vibes CBD oil. I'm putting that link in the chat. And of course, be sure to subscribe to my newsletter. Guys, you don't have to buy anything. I don't care if you donate, whatever. I mean, I do care, but if you can't, I understand that. The least you can do is subscribe to my email list. Listen, I said this before they axed my first YouTube channel. They're not gonna let me do this forever, (laughs) guys. I've got this big, beautiful studio. This thing ain't going anywhere. But YouTube is not gonna let me talk the way I talk forever. I will be deplatformed at some point in time. Patreon will take away my account at some point in time. That's just all there is to it. If you want to make sure you, because again, I'm not going to stop guys. I'm not letting some, I'm, you know, banned on Twitter. Listen, doesn't matter. The party does not stop. The train is going to stay on the tracks. If you want to make sure you are aboard that train, guys, my newsletter, DonovanSharp.com, scroll to the bottom, subscribe to that newsletter. That way, when the shit hits the fan, you'll know when to find me, where to find me, and how to find me. DonovanSharp.com, guys. So, let's talk about how and when to reward good behavior and correct and punish bad behavior. We're going to start with the easy stuff first. We're going to start with rewarding good behavior. What women value the most from high-value men? from men that they want to be with is our desire, our attention, our time, our affection, and our commitment. These are what we, these are the things that we, that we reward females with. Okay. A few small, there, there are small rewards, right? Verb, you know, small rewards are verbal acknowledgement, right? The, you know, you verbally acknowledge the, the, you know, the standard little things consistently, not all the time, just consistently. Now, standard little things are things that she should be doing anyway. Genuine acknowledgement and verbal appreciation. Guys, it goes a long way with women. Guys, like I said, if your woman cooks you a good meal, tell her thank you, right? It's not easy to cook and cook well. If you see that she makes an effort to look good for you every single time you see her, if you're not dating or if you're not, if you guys aren't official, tell her, listen, I'm gonna have to come around a lot more often if you keep looking like that. You have to give her these verbal cues. Now, don't be meathead, red pill guy, right? I'm not going to compliment her on shit she should be doing anyway. Fuck that. If your girl makes an effort to be a good woman, right? If she makes a, if she makes an effort to be a good woman to you by doing the little things and you never give her approval, guess what's going to happen? She's not going to do the little things and she's not going to stick around, right? Yes, they should be doing these things because they want to make you happy, but this is a two-way street here, guys, right? Because, you know, because they, they, they want to make you happy. But you, listen, you got to let her know when she's doing it right. No, like I said, this doesn't mean you have to make a big fucking production out of it. Oh, my God. You're the hottest blonde since Amberd. Or, oh, sweet mother of God, this chicken parm is better than Gordon fucking Ramsay. Devin's actually cooking chicken parm tonight. That's why I use that. That's why I use that, uh, that example. Anyway, consistent acknowledgement and verbalized appreciation is important to women when they deserve it, when done correctly. If it's too over the top, guys, she's going to take it for granted. She's going to stop trying, and eventually she'll think her shit doesn't sink. 
But if you don't do it enough, she's not going to think that she's moving the needle with you. You don't need to give verbal acknowledgement 100% of the time. I said it once, I'll say it again. Keep it at around 60% 60 of the time, give or take, in either direction. Okay, listen, this isn't supplicating behavior, guys. This is simply understanding that women do need approval and validation from you. Nothing over the top or theatrical, but they do need it. Now, here's some of the big rewards, okay? Consistency and overt acts of goodness. Those get the big rewards. If she is consistent and overt acts of goodness. And by big rewards, I mean, I'm talking about taking her to a nice restaurant or a weekend getaway. And remember, we're not talking about fuck buddies, guys. We're not talking about plays or some chick you fuck every two weeks. We're talking about your main chick, your woman, your significant other, possibly even your wife. Definitely not your ex-wife, young and blessed. Do not reward her in this way for shit, should she be, for shit she should be doing anyway. I don't take Devin to a nice restaurant every single time she puts on the heels and lets me ass fuck her while she pretends to like it, guys. That's the shit that she should be doing anyway. But when she does this consistently, that's when I reward her like this. Never tell her, now listen, never verbalize it. Never tell her, okay, I'm doing XYZ because you did ABC. Never proactively tell her why you're rewarding her. She'll know why. She might not be able to pinpoint the exact reason, but women know when they're holding it down as your woman. They know when they're doing it right, right? They know when they're doing right by you, and they know that they deserve to be rewarded when consistently being a good woman to you. So there's no reason for you to proactively verbally explain why you're doing what you're doing for you. However, it is okay to give a reactive answer. Sometimes your woman may have an idea, as to why you're rewarding her in this way, but sometimes she really does want to know why you're taking her to a nice dinner, and this is a good thing. Why? Because her mind is subconsciously looking for the behavior that gets this treatment, the behavior that gets this reaction. And the back of her mind, her subconscious is saying, okay, Devin, you need to find out why he's taking you to the beach this weekend so you can continue to do the thing that gets us taken to the beach this weekend. This is how good habits are formed with your woman, guys. When Devin found out, I took her to Atlantic City back in, it was during the playoffs. So it was either, I think it was back in January because it actually snowed in Atlantic. So it was pretty cool. She actually asked me, why are you taking me to Atlantic City? My answer was, listen, it's because you were ride or die through the holidays, man. I told her, look, I was working 12 plus hours a day for almost three straight months. I was on the air nine, 10, sometimes, you know, nine, 10, sometimes, you know, 11, 11 times a week doing my show, doing the brother pill, doing the red man group. I'm doing two, three consultations a day, working on my mobile app, trying to finish the book. I was up to my eyeballs in work. I told her, look, I was not easy to deal with during that time. But instead of bitching and complaining about how difficult I was, you stayed the course, man. You cooked my meals. You gave me good sex. You continued to be a good woman to me. Now, this isn't to say that that's the only reason Devin held it down as my girl, Right. Right? That, 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 that's not to say that's the only reason. You know, what was my heck? I mean, listen, during my hectic holiday workload, yeah, I was to get rewarded. She had no idea that I was going to do this for her. That's not the reason she did that. She did that. The reason she's good to me is because she values my time. She values my presence. She values my attention. She values my sexual desire. Most of all, she values my exclusive commitment, which she knows is not easy to come by. She does all of this to keep me around in the first place, which is more than enough for her. But when she went above and beyond during the hectic holiday season, I rewarded her accordingly. And when she asked, I told her. 
I actually took it one step further, okay, and stepped down from the brother pill so I could spend a little more time with her that night, right? I actually said, hey, listen, O'Shea, I got to quit the brother pill. I want to spend more time with my lady at night. She earned it, guys. Now, on the flip side, never say just because, right? Because she'll think she's getting rewarded for nothing. Yes, guys, it looks all sweet. Smells like my dog may have peed. Yes, it looks all sweet and magical on 1-800-Flowers commercials and romantic comedies, right? It might make it might make her swoon, tell all of her friends that her friends will also swoon. Oh, oh my God. Oh, I have my girl voice back. Oh my God, he's so sweet. I can't believe I have my girl voice back. What the fuck? But subconsciously, her mind is telling her, subconsciously in the back of her mind, says, if he's rewarding me just for just because, for no reason, why should I do anything in the first place? Why should I give him sex? Why should I cook? Why should I dress up for him? Why should I even try? Doing something for a woman just because is the equivalent of telling a woman that you want to make her your girlfriend after dating her for two weeks. You're rewarding her without having, or without her having earned it. Women do not value what they are not required to work for. This includes male commitment, uh, male attention, commitment, resources, affection. It, it's all the same. So let's review the rewards. You keep it at 60%, 70 max on the little things, shit, shit, she, shit she should be doing anyway, the verbal acknowledgement and the praise, okay? If she makes you 10 dinners, tell her thank you six to seven times. And fill in the other three or four times that you don't actually verbally acknowledge, smack her in the ass or something like that. If she looks good 10 times, tell her she looks good six, six and a half, maybe seven times. And fill the three or four times that you don't actually tell her she looks good with an ass smack. Or walk up behind her and grab her tits. See how that works? If she look, if she cooks good, she gets a smack in the ass. If she looks good, she gets a smack in the ass. And if she sucks some good dick, actually, like, smack in the face. <laughs> if she sucks good, good dick, smack her in the face. But if that's not your girl, then an ass smack will obviously suffice. <laughs> anyway, for consistency and going above and beyond as your woman, this is when you reward her with the bigger things like weekend getaways, nice dinners, more of your attention and time. Let's get into the hard part, punishing bad behavior. Now, correcting and punishing your woman's bad behavior is much simpler than rewarding her good behavior, but it is much more difficult, much more difficult. See, while we, while we understand that we can't let anything slide, meaning that we have to correct, punish, or correct and punish bad behavior 100% of the time, we also understand this shit ain't easy, guys. We get it. Dude, I'm, listen, I'm telling you, it's hard to punish the people we care about, man. Parents hate yelling at their kids. Parents hate spanking their kids. They hate grounding their kids. They, they hate punishing their kids. But good parents know that this is what necessary. This is what's necessary if they want to get the best out of their children and raise them to be well-adjusted and respectful adults. They know this is necessary. Okay, Donovan, we get it. You got to punish your woman's bad behaviors, but how do we know what bad behaviors are? How do we determine what behaviors are bad and what behaviors are not? Now, unlike the first couple of questions from my make-believe disembodied audience, this is a very stupid question because the answers are obvious. But, but it is understandable because we as men, we've been raised to tamp down our masculinity. 
We've been raised to tamp down our logic. We, we've been raised to tamp down our basic instinct when it comes to female behavior. Guys, since birth, we have been told to ignore and even encourage bad female behavior and have been trained to characterize these behaviors in our mind as healthy and common, as natural. But then we wonder why 99% of the women in this country make horrible wives and mothers. But I digress. So let me answer the question. How can we tell which behaviors are bad and which behaviors are not? There are only two qualifications, gentlemen. That The first qualification of bad behavior is that the behavior is conducive to infidelity. And the second qualification is that that behavior is disrespectful. And let me add a number three. That behavior makes your Y chromosome meter redline, as in something inside you tells you that what she just did or said is fucked up. There's another important detail you guys have to keep in mind here, because we're because again we're we're dealing with punishing and rewarding your girlfriend, your woman, your significant other, whatever you call her. You will rarely have to correct bad behavior. In other words, you will rarely have to explicate why. Because if you did your job as a red pill aware male, if you did your job as a five percenter, if you did your job as a man who is red pill aware and lives the red pill life, you didn't jump into a relationship with her because she gives great blowjobs. You did not suggest an exclusive relationship first because she was kind to you for a month. Nah, bruh. You vetted your woman thoroughly and you made her earn your commitment by putting her through her paces and training her properly. This means she proved to you that the great sex, the great treatment, that wasn't a facade. That wasn't a mask to try to rope you into a relationship, then pull the rug out from under you, the old bait and switch. You made damn sure she wasn't faking the funk and that she understood exactly what was expected of her. During that time, you explicated and you demonstrated. Because a woman does need time to adjust to being being with a man like you. It's a little different. There's a learning curve. You understood that because she's been taught that her bad behaviors are natural and healthy, there was going to be a learning curve. There's going to be a process. You didn't act like meathead red pill guy and, and excuse her after one mistake. I don't care how hot she is. She fucks up even one time. She's fucking good. Fuck out of here, man. No, you were patient. You were consistent. You were firm. And you made damn sure she had what it took to be your girl. Only then did you give her the privilege of being owned by you. And by this time, there shouldn't really be much explicating necessary. There shouldn't be much explaining me- explaining necessary, which means she knows clearly by this point which behaviors are acceptable and which behaviors are not if you did your job properly. So when your woman gets out of pocket, engages in bad behavior, or is disrespectful, there is no correction necessary, guys. We're past the explication phase. We're past the explaining phase. Oh, no, 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 no. We jump straight into the punishment. And there is only one way to punish a woman who should know what's okay and what's not. And that is withdrawing what she values the most, which is what class? Your time, your attention, your affection, and if necessary, your commitment. Now, gentlemen, I'm not going to sit here and give you guys 27 examples and give you three variations on how to deal with each one of them. Because at this stage of your relationship with your woman, the only effective, the only way to effectively punish and severely discourage bad behavior is swift and immediate withdrawal of your time, your attention, your affection. 
What does this mean? This means removing yourself from the situation and going dark until she apologizes and makes amends for her behavior. And I'll give you one of the, listen, I'll actually give you an example of all of this in action. You can actually apply it in just about every bad behavior your woman engages in, okay? And again, this is actually in the early phases of training. This is actually, and it, now again, again. Okay, my bad there. Again, if she's if she's your woman, if you put her through a training, there's no, there there there's no explicating, there's no explaining, there's no correcting. You go straight to the punishment. Okay, and again, you do this by withdrawing your time, your attention, and like I said, if necessary, your commitment. So in the early stages when you are training a woman, right? And I've used this example on the show before, so a lot of you guys have probably heard this. But this applies perfectly to training, reward, and punishment. Let's just say you walk up behind your woman and you grab her tits, and she knows that this is what you do to let her know you want to fuck. If she pulls away or denies you sex, leave her place immediately. Again, guys, again, this is pre-commitment. If you guys are already in a committed relationship, she already knows what's up, right? If you're in a committed relationship and she fucks up, withdraw your time, attention, affection, etc. But if you guys are in the training phase and she denies you sex, leave her place immediately. Don't say a word on your way out the door. Or if she's at your place, tell her to leave. If you leave, if, if you live together, if you're act, if you actually live together, go get a hotel room. Yeah, let's tackle. Listen, let, let's let's tackle both ends. If you guys live together, fuck it. If you want to have sex and she denies you sex, cool, man. You, you fucking pack a bag. Go get a hotel room. Guys, don't argue. Don't converse. All of that's pointless. Do not do anything but remove yourself from the situation immediately. This lets her know that if she doesn't uphold her end of the bargain, at least part of it, which is sex, then you won't uphold yours. Attention, company, companionship. You see the recurring theme here, guys. She might ask you, where are you going? Silence. <gasps> what, so this relationship is just about sex for you? Silence. OMG, this is so over. Silence. Okay, okay, I get it. Let's have sex. Silence. Gentlemen, no matter what she says, no matter what she asks, no matter what she does, do not utter a single word to her. Even if she throws the pussy at you, because regardless of what she says, she knows the real reason you're leaving. Do not turn back. You leave. You get the fuck out of there. If you're kicking her out of your place, use the same protocol. And make sure you're leaving your place. Listen, if she's at your place, make sure she's leaving your place too. Doesn't matter where you go, just leave. She'll have to leave too. Now, not only have you shown her that sex is a requirement for your company, your commitment, your affection, you have also, you've also activated dread. She has no idea where you're going. And because she knows you're leaving... Because she didn't put out, her imagination is going to start to run wild and get the better of her. And by the way, don't pull the, don't, don't let her pull the, why are you doing this act to pretend that she has no idea why you're leaving. She knows why. And if you take the bait and tell her why, you lose. Look, dude, this is actually one of my weaknesses. When Devin acts like, oh my God, why are you upset? Why did you punish me? Dude, more times than not, I'll take the bait and I start to explicate. Well, this is why. Don't do that. Because when you do, you are telling her that you buy the fact 
that she's ignorant, which means she needs an explanation, which means you didn't train her properly to begin with. Listen, I trained Devin well, didn't train her perfectly. This is why sometimes she likes to pretend that she's ignorant of why I'm punishing her, why I'm ignoring her, why I'm not sticking my dick in her. She shouldn't need an explanation, and you both fucking know it. But if you take the bait and you tell her why you're leaving, you are telling her that you're acknowledging failure during the training process because you're having to go back and explain to her why withholding sex is bad and it will not be tolerated. She knows why, guys. She knows why you're punishing her. Whatever her infraction is, she knows why. Do not give her the get-out-of-jail-free card by explaining something to her that she already knows because now she can say, well, I didn't know, so you shouldn't punish me. Nah, bitch. You knew good and goddamn well that whatever it is that you did, you weren't supposed to do. And guys, this applies to anything. Texting her ex, being disrespectful, engaging behaviors that are seven degrees from infidelity. Uh, Well, I sent him, I was on the company chat and I sent him a smiley face emoji. Don't give a fuck. That is, I don't care if that's 28 degrees from infidelity. Nobody goes from zero to fucking her coworkers in one day. Oh, no, no, no. It's a very slow process. I know because I've done it before. <laughs> the pu- Again, guys, the punishment is universal. This punishment is universal and works in any and all situations. Now, the night that you leave or the night that you kick her out, don't answer her calls. Don't answer her, don't answer her texts. Put your phone on fucking airplane mode if you have to. Trust me when I tell you guys, trust me when I tell you guys, she will blow your phone the fuck up. She's going to call you. She's going to text you. She's going to call you an asshole. She's going to tell you she loves you. She's going to tell you she hates you. She's going to, dude, she's going to send you pussy pics, pics of her t- pictures of her tits and so forth. She's going to be all over the map emotionally. Guess what? This is exactly where, he, where you want her. Do not respond to anything that night. You make that bitch sweat it out. After the night's over, run standard dread game for the next 12 to 24 hours or so. Not extreme dread game where you go radio silent for a week, right? You don't want her to think that you're completely gone, but you want her to think that you kind of are. Again, it's a delicate balance. You have to to take the temperature of the room. This is why this is next level game, okay? Because if she thinks that you've moved on, she will fuck another guy, guaranteed. Like the minute it sings into her mind, oh shit, like he really is gone. Dude, trust me, she's got another dick in her ass in 10 minutes or left. Instead, what you do, text her four or five times the entire day with very short, very cold responses like, okay, sure, cool. Run this dread game by not answering the phone when she calls. Denying her the ability to physically see or hear your voice for the next 12 to 24 hours. Guys, during that time, she's going to put her pussy on a platter. She's going to ask, hey, are you coming back home tonight? Or, hey, can I come over tonight if you guys aren't living together? Respond with, nah, I'm busy, or something to that effect. Do not fuck her during your blackout 12 to 24-hour dick detention period. Then, at the end of the 12 to 24 or 36 hours, you need to send her a text that says, we need to talk. Then you will give her a time that she will come over which, will, guys, it will send shockwaves through her body and around because, again, she's assuming that you want to end things. No matter what she says in response, what's this about? What are we going to do? Do not respond. When she shows up, when she comes over, and, again, you need to make sure you do this on your home turf. You're not going there. She's coming here. 
But when she does come over, or if you live together, when you walk in the door, hey, we need to talk, I'll be there at 7. And she timidly asks, well, what, that's all, what, what, what is this all about? Here is what you say and do. Say, you know what? Never mind. It wasn't important. And continue on as though nothing happened. Go take a piss. Go grab a soda. Go grab a beer. Turn on the TV. If you live together and watch it like nothing happened. Gentlemen, she will never deny you sex again for any reason. Whatever it was that she did that caused you to be out the fucking door for 24 hours, she won't stop doing it. Okay? She will stop texting her ex. She will stop disrespecting you. She will cease whatever behavior you punished her for. Will she slip up every now and again and almost do it? Of course, guys, nobody's perfect. But before she does it, before she takes that next step, she will catch herself. She will self-correct. She will acknowledge it and she will apologize to you. Understand this, guys. Punishment should also come swiftly. Don't punish her for something she did three days ago. Nah, remove yourself from the situation immediately and proceed with the punishment protocol. If you're at a dinner, like a, if you're at a dinner party and she disrespects you, you say, grab your shit, we're leaving. If she refuses, gra- get an Uber and go dark for 24 hours. Don't let her see you, don't let her hear you. If you're on a date and you catch her on her phone, get the check from the waiter, leave the restaurant, get an Uber ride home, go radio silent. If you're shopping and she entertains conversation with another man in your presence without your permission, leave the store immediately, get an Uber, turn off your phone. In any and all situations, guys, when she gets out of pocket, when she behaves badly, remove yourself immediately. She knows where she fucked up, guys. If you trained her properly, she will know where she fucked up. By removing yourself from the situation, you're removing your time, you're removing your attention, and you are removing your commitment. Run that 24 to 36 to 48 hour quasi-dread game and that will both punish and correct her bad behavior. Well, Donovan, what if it doesn't? Then you either picked the wrong girl or you didn't train her properly. Either way, that is on you. Excellent show, guys. Excellent, excellent show. We got this done in a tidy 201. Two hours and one minute. <sighs> you know what? Uh, quickly, big thanks goes out to Free Patriot with the $5 super chat. This says, my woman was texting her ex-husband, told told her him or me they don't have kids. Should I randomly ask for the phone and look at the messages on the spot? Yeah. Um, if your woman is texting her ex-husband and you tell her it's either him or me, you are letting her know that you will take her back after she violated you. What if she says, all right, I pick you. Where's the punishment? You didn't punish her. All you did was reward her with your presence when texting her ex-husband. Rolo and I actually had that conversation a while back. Um, And I'm actually going to do a Patreon episode on it. How to handle the, hey, I want to go do girls night out. My girlfriends and I want to go out on a concert. But if your woman is texting her, if if, if your woman is texting her ex-husband, you don't say anything. You remove yourself from the situation. She will know why. You literally do the protocol I just asked you to, I, I just told you to do. Don't ever say, oh, you're texting your ex? Well, I'm giving you a choice. It's either him or me. Dude, she made her choice. She made her choice. Now she's trying to monkey. Bra- and listen, women cheat with their exes all the goddamn time. 
You don't say him or me. You say, oh, you're texting your ex-husband? All right, bet. You go upstairs, you pack your bag, you fucking bounce, you leave the house. Dude, that infraction, 24 to 20, 24 to 48 hours. Not only will she know why you bounced out of there, she can text her. She won't be texting her ex-husband anymore. She'll be all up your ass. You run the standard. You, you Listen, you, you run the process that I just told you about. She will never text. One of two things will happen. She'll either go and fuck her ex-husband, which will end the relationship with you, or she'll never do it again. Don't randomly ask for the phone and look at the messages on the spot. See, and then again, this is the problem, Free Page, right? You didn't train her properly, right? You're asking me, should I randomly ask for her phone and look at messages on the spot? If you're training her properly, you're going to be able to do that anyway. If you're training her properly, she wouldn't be texting her ex-husband. Either that or you would have caught her a long time ago. Because here's the thing. This isn't the first time, this isn't the first time she texted her ex-husband. It's the first time she got caught. All right, I'm going to do something that I don't normally do because I have a little extra time here. I am going to look at the chat. I'm going to look at the chat just quickly. I'm just going to just, 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 just a little peek. I'm in, uh, I'm in, uh, I'm in chat withdrawal here. Going to check in with my guys, see what's going on. All right, let's see what we got here. Let's see here. All right. <laughs> Dude, I haven't looked at the chat in going on two weeks now, man. Waiting for it to come up. Just, just to give you guys some shout outs. 155 people watching. I appreciate that. And I might check the chat. Listen, this is not going to be a frequent thing. I'm not going to say, oh, I finished my, my, I finished my, um, I finished my podcast early. I'm ahead of schedule. Let's take a look at the chat for chits and giggles. This is not going to be a regular thing. Not even close. I just decided to do this on a whim. <laughs> Chuck Chuck says, what if it's for business? See, I don't have the context. Chuck, Chuck, if you're still in the chat, what if what's for business? Qua Benna, clearly parroting off me. Also, never ask for a relationship first, gentlemen. Let her bring it up first. Yes, I've been saying that for a while. Qua Benna says the white girl in the bikini top, and the white bikini top is an eight at best for me. Qua Benna. Oh, here we go. Qua Benna's meathead red pill guy. Qua Benna would have us believe that he has an exquisite sexual palate. His standards are much higher than the rest. Get the fuck out of here. That chick's at least a nine or a 10. Young and blessed said wrong. Nope. All right, young and blessed. Explain it in the chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Young and blessed wants his wife back. I think that's I think that's pretty obvious. Uh, you don't fool me. Motivation intelligence says crap. I've done this. Yeah, you know what? Every, every listen, every single bad thing I've talked about, I've done, guys. Like the reason I know this stuff, the reason I know this stuff is because I have tripped over all of this stuff. You kidding me?
Wayfaring Man says, I will see you there at the Patriarch's Convention. Excellent. Looking forward to that. Mike Shinnery, I appreciate the props on the on the Patreon. Yeah, I try to bring a lot of valuable. A lot of value. Angel Perez says, damn, I can't find that Dick Police song anywhere. It's very, very hard to find. Free Patriot says, question. I've always thought that looking at my girl's phone displayed insecurity or weakness. Should I randomly ask for her phone or go through her messages on the spot? No. Again, it, it comes across as a weakness if you do it reactively, right? And again, for those of you who have followed me for any amount of time, the difference between jealousy, okay, the difference between insecurity and being territorial is that being insecure is reactive. Being territorial is proactive. So if you suspect that she is talking to her ex on her phone, let me see your phone. That's coming from a place of insecurity. But if you establish before you get into an exclusive relationship with her that she's going to give you access to her phone at all. Listen, you don't have to do the key log. You don't have to be extreme like me, but you need to let her know, hey, one of the requirements of being in a relationship with me is that you need to relinquish your phone at any time I ask. If I tell you to hand me your phone, you need to hand it to me. No lock, no password, no nothing. Just hand me your phone. If I say, hey, give me your phone. You need to hand it to me right away. If you fail to do that even one time, we go back to being fuck buddies. So no, it, it asking for a woman's phone, that, does, that shows insecurity or weakness if, that's, if you didn't make that a requirement to be in a long-term relationship of consequence of exclusivity with you. Okay, Free Patriot is not married to her. Yeah, Free Patriot, she's got to go. She's got to go. The minute you, listen, I don't want to spoil, I don't want to spoil a possible good Patreon episode here, but we talked about this. We talked about this a long time ago, okay? Or we actually talked about this on um, on the red line. If you are in an exclusive relationship and she comes to you and says, hey, Donovan, me and my girls would like to go for girls' night out. I know you said that you don't allow that, but I really want to go. I haven't done it yet. There's Listen, that's a no-win situation, right? Guys, the minute she asks you to go to girls' night out or go out without you or go to a concert with friends, guys, it's over. Whether you allow her to go or not, the fact of the matter is that she already decided that she wanted to go. If she really, if she really loved you and wanted to stay with you, she wouldn't want to go to girls' night out anyway. The only reason why girls want to go to girls' night out is to put themselves up for sale. So I can tell her, listen, Devin knows that I would never allow that. But the minute she, if she comes to me right now and says, hey, Donovan, can I go out with some friends? I'll say, yeah. You know what I'm going to do then? I'm going to start packing my shit. And she'll be like, oh my God, why? Listen, sweetheart, it's been real, but I got to go. If she asks you to go to girls night out, if she asks you to do, if she asks you to proactively put herself in a situation that could lead to infidelity, guys, it is already over. There is no right answer there. How should I handle it if my woman asked me to go out with her girlfriends? You don't. You let her go out with her girlfriends and you end the relationship because, dude, it's only a matter of time before she starts fucking around on you. And if you let her go once, you got to let her go every time. Well, what if I just tell her no and she and she does what I tell her? Okay, she'll just find, she'll find a way to circumvent your authority. If your, girl, if your girlfriend wants to put herself 
in a circumstance or circumstances she knows that could lead to infidelity or inappropriate male behavior, guys, it's over. You got to charge it to the game and you got to move on. All right. Lone revolvers in the house. <laughs> Raphael Donatello Journalism Film Productions. What about Leonardo, man? <laughs> oh, my God. Free Patriot said she told him no more texting. Now I just need to verify, correct? No, bruh. You got to go. You got to go, man. She told him no more texting? Get the f No, she's got to go. See, she's making you think that texting was his idea, right? But what, she, what you got to understand is whether he initiated or not, she started texting with him. Get the fuck up out of there. No, listen, listen, free patriot. Listen, you're not going to do this, right? You're not going to do this because you're invested. You probably love this girl. I'm not going to tell you that I wouldn't do the same thing. But this is why living the red pill life is difficult. You have to make difficult decisions. It's over. She's texting with her ex-husband. It's over. You can tell her all you want to not to do it. And I'll never, she's going to find another way. She'll hit him on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. If she, listen, if she's texting her ex, dude, I hate to do it, man. I hate to tell you, but that's just it. Yeah, free patron. I think you need, um, I need to pay for a consultation. <laughs> Mike Shinnery making fun of the chat withdrawal. Bark a man says, even if you're married to her, <laughs> If your wife if, is texting her ex-husband, yes, even if you are fucking married to her. G guys, it doesn't, guys, I'm, listen, man, I, I, listen, and I know it's not easy to do this, right? Because when you're married to a woman, that connective tissue makes it hard to leave, but it's over. It's over. Just because, just because you're married to her doesn't, well, I'm married to her. I guess I have to excuse it. This is why women want to marry you. This is why they want to lock you down. This is why they want to live with you. This is why they want to shit out your kid to give themselves permission to misbehave on your watch. And you can't easily and quickly resolve the situation, which is leaving. There's too much connective tissue. This is why you do not commit to females. You do not train. It can't be done. Free Patriot says, this is all new to me. How do I train her out? Yeah, you got to watch my show, dude. I'm not going to like, I literally just sat here on the air for two hours telling you how to train your woman. And you're asking me, how do I train her now? Come on, man. Don't be lazy. Go back and rewind. I'm leaving this all up on YouTube. Rewind it. Watch the rest of this episode. And if you want the archive, DonovanSharp.com. God, this is what... This, God, you got... Listen. Even the guys that are asking me honest questions get me all riled up. This is why I can't do this. I can't do this anymore. No, I can't do it. All right, that's it. That's it. I did, I did my line of cocaine, and now I'm getting out before I do an eight ball. I'm out. Can't see the chat anymore. <laughs> I got chat withdrawal, man. I had to jump in there. I jumped in there. I jumped out. I'm not doing it again for a good long while. Not doing it again for a good long while. Again, guys, don't, for, don't forget to subscribe to the newsletter. Do not forget to subscribe to the newsletter. DonovanSharp.com for the newsletter. You want access to my exclusive 
my exclusive content on Patreon. Like I said, on Patreon in at four, uh, actually at five o'clock Eastern time, I'm releasing my video. Why training your woman is similar to training your dog. Be sure to get your asses over there and get that. Great, great show today, guys. Thank you to all of my super chatters. HS Lee, 169, Free Patriot. Free Patriot, as well as uh, the other two. I actually just took it up the screen. But I gave you guys, uh, I gave you guys props. Thanks for watching, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Always trying to say I shouldn't be with that chick The real reason why is cause you want that bitch But you ain't never been her type Said so you always want hate, guess I'm doing something right You're telling me I broke, dude, what's new? Having money, never gonna lame you On top of that, all these gold diggers gonna take you and break you Wanna tell you, rape you, oh, they love it when I talk my shit It's why they sit, dude, stay police in my dick If they can have it, nobody can Y'all be acting more like bitches than a man Damn, he be fighting over chicks, trying to throw hands they don't even know they going out sad Yeah, you know how Lord now ready to attack The thirst is real with this one, goddamn He don't get none, he the dick police Looking like a bitch, he the dick police Telling me to dick, get away from me Your lame ass song, leave me in peace He don't get none, he the dick police Looking like a bitch, he the dick police Tell